In the midst of this unbreakable series, we're talking about how we can become individually and collectively unbreakable kind of people. I love this scripture passage because it really is a summary of all we've talked about already. They prayed together. They shared together. They shared with those in need. They praised God, what? Together. They sought after God together. And they broke bread together as we will today. For the sermon today, I thought what I would do is just have a conversation with one of my uh, favorite people that I've ever met. Uh, and her name is Helen. And uh, Helen, come, come on up and have a seat. And you and I will... Just like TV, yes. <laughs> and now I have to ask you a penetrating question. Now, first I want to say something about you. I've done some research on you. I've, <laughs> I've asked people about you. I've, I hope I've, they tell you good things. Um, what's that? Right. You're married, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and you have a child. Yes. How old? 13 years old. And 13-year-olds in Kenya are perfect, aren't they? <laughs> very troublesome it's very troublesome at times yes that's when she actually poses like me and she knows everything oh, oh she does yes, yes. And that's why you're here <laughs> she's there Don't you take a break <laughs> i also you know in talking to the group i'm just amazed sometimes about what we don't know i was talking to a lot of the guys the other day i understand most of the people in the group speak two three four, five languages, uh, but you don't speak that many, or, or do you? you? I speak 16. 16 languages. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's pretty good. Because <laughs> I speak one poorly. <laughs> you know, it's like that. And, and uh, here's I'll get some other things. And I understand that the Kenyan government named you one of the 50 most influential women in the country of Kenya. Is that true? Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. And that you have a version of an American Idol, and you are one of the judges, aren't you? Yes. You're we, Simon Cowell yes. of... Do <laughs> you know who Simon Cowell is? Yes, I know. He's a very strict man. Yeah. Yes. You're nice, though. I'm more of a mother. I have, like, more like Paula. Yeah, I'm the yeah. mother-like figure. Yeah. yeah. The one who encourages, oh, baby, you sang badly, but you still will sing very well. Because the group calls her mum. But, Helen, you are a professor at uh, Daystar University, right? And your Mm -hmm. field of expertise is what? Music. And music. And you founded a free zone, didn't you? Yes, I did. What what does Daystar University do? I mean, what, 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 what do you do for the body of Christ? At Daystar or with? Daystar. Okay, at Daystar. Um, I joined DESA as a student in 1989. Wow. Don't calculate. Yeah. In 1989, as a student, and did my first degree. And I thank God for DESA because my dad was just coming out of prison. And not that he did bad. He used to work for Kenya Air Force, and there was a coup d'etat in 1982. So that got him into prison because it took everybody. And for a while after he left prison, the first place he landed and to work. Imagine, he used to be a warrant officer, one where when he walks, people salute to him. But now that was all gone. Now he went, started working at Daystar as a groundsman. Mm-hmm. 
So he went to Daystar, took that as an opportunity, but people kept wondering, this groundsman, he's too bright for being a groundsman. And by the time he was leaving Daystar after 17 years, he actually left as one of the top, top guys on, at Daystar and Daystar staff as a um, bookshop manager. So I thank God for Daystar because that's what, uh, through him working there, I knew Daystar and I joined Daystar. But I was not able to pay the school fees. Mm. But I, I was able to raise school fees through something we call a harambe. So people gather together and they give you a coin, a coin. And for the first semester, I paid 50,000 shillings for my school fees. I don't know what that equivalent is here in America, but I paid for one semester. And then Daystar paid for me for the rest. Did they really? Wow. Daystar took all my school, I mean, gave me a scholarship, and I, they paid uh, my school fees. And to date, they paid, they did pay my BA, paid my MA. So my way of giving back to Daystar is finding a frizzle. I found the music group so that when people or sponsors come to Africa, they can experience music. Yeah. Yes. From Africa. Yeah. One of the th reasons the group is here is they want to spread the word about Daystar. It's a, it's a, it's a ministry that Anita and I personally uh, support because they find that they're, they, like the students you see here, they are beautiful, aren't they? I mean, so talented, so gifted. They are going to, they are going to go back into their communities and make a difference. Uh, and uh, from what I understand, uh, that uh, you are turning away hundreds of kids a year about three to four hundred four hundred last year yeah. couldn't come to the university mm -hmm. and uh, from what I've been told is the university costs six thousand dollars for room board and tuition and it's just not there so that's what they're here to generate interest and afterwards you can be able to come up here and they'll have some CDs and some t-shirts and Dr. Washira and Kathy and the group will be here find out more about it because it helps spread the word uh, about this and Pray about maybe it's something that you want to get involved with. You mentioned a word called harambe. Yes, harambe. That's the national motto of yes. Kenya. What does it mean? It means the spirit of togetherness. I think long time ago when the Indians were building trains, they would do it together. And then our first president adopted that. And that's what when you want to help somebody like build a house, uh, collect money, etc. It has some history. But we know when we say Harambe, then we call each uh, your friends, you call family, you call relatives, you call everybody in the community to help you do a certain a project or you can probably like for me, they helped me raise my first school fees. Yes. And that's how I was able to pay my school fees at Daystar. Yeah. So this whole idea of togetherness is, is, is really an important facet of just Kenyan life generally. Yes. Mm -hmm. How does it play out? Uh, does it play out any differently in the church? I mean, what does togetherness look like in the church? Is it different than just what happens day to day just out in the community? What does togetherness in the church look like in, 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 in Nairobi? Can I give an example of my wedding Yes. My wedding. I at that time people had somehow started knowing me, and I was not able to raise funds to to be able to pay for the bills for people who come for the wedding. And one of the things that unites us is food. So we love to eat, and when we call people to come and do some work, they better eat. Okay. So when uh, my wedding was about, my church decided they were going to call all the women to do a harambe, and that's how they got funds for sponsoring the food. And then come the wedding day, those women cooked. 
And then I tell you, it was done right on Daystar grounds. The students who were studying in class uh, in the library, oh, realized this woman is getting married, and that's how. Oh, sorry, this lady is getting married. Then I became a woman, and definitely, they all joined and came. Invitation or no invitation, ha! You eat the food. Yeah. Well, I like that part. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like that part. Yes. That seems very forward to what. Uh, our country is like because we pay people to love us and uh, you know <laughs> and spend massive amounts of money let me ask you something the, the church comes together in that way it it, it, it it really takes a beautiful spiritual concept that's part of the culture incorporates it into the church uh, uh, how, what is it like in your churches to, to seek God together you know, when you seek God, what does that look like? Seeking God together means if there's a task that is given in the church, we do it together. If there is prayer, there's a prayer meeting, then we all commune and meet together. The whole we church. pray together. Yeah. Wow. Like in my church, when we have what we call keshas at night, we go the whole night praying. If there is a need for the church, a need for the community, somebody is sick, then we call, it becomes, ceases to become one person's burden. Then it becomes the burden of the church. So together, we pull up our strengths to encourage someone, pull up our strengths to pray for the church or pray for a certain concern. So if I moved into your town yeah. and I was sick and I was part of your church, the church would just come and just come and help me and my family, be, be with me because I'm part yes. of them. yes. Wow. They will come and visit you. If you're in hospital, they come and visit you. Uh, except these days, some hospitals just say, okay, we need only five people, etc. But before that, we would all go there, stay <laughs> there, even if it's sleeping there. Sometimes even eat the food of the person who is <laughs> <laughs> Always comes back to the food. <laughs> yeah. but, but we just to show that we're there with you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That the church is there for each other. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I think that's just a beautiful concept and I think sometimes for us here in the United States, we're so individualistic. And uh, uh, we are there for each other, right? Uh, but maybe not in the same way. It's not, it's, it's not as deep for us. Mm-hmm. Helen, helps, thank you for helping us to understand just a, just a bit about this. And I want to pray uh, for you and, and the group and urge everyone afterwards to come up and just fall in love with them uh, here. And I want to pray. And then uh, we're going we're gonna, to uh, have a time of confession that Tracy's going to lead uh, to prepare us for the Lord's table. Uh, and, uh, but I just want to pray uh, to help us enter into it. Or, or would you mind praying for us? Would you just pray to enter, for us to enter that time of confession? And then Tracy will come. All right. Dear Heavenly Lord, You know deep inside our hearts. You know the struggles that we go through. And you know know us each by name. Lord, sometimes we have deep concerns that we even feel ashamed to share with others. But when you come in our lives, you change us so that the word of testimony from what we have experienced becomes help to the person who even listens to us. We want to pray today that at the cross, where we first experienced your love, will make it light to put all the burdens within our hearts down. 
that as we confess our sins, you will be just enough to forgive us. You did forgive us and you said it's finished. Here we are, with our heads bowed down, ready to be ministered to, you by, to, to us by you, oh God. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you because it's only you who can touch a life. It's only you who can change a life. For those who are broken hearted, Lord, it's only you who can mend these broken hearts. Because you experience, we experience love that is genuine from you, oh God. Help us build a spirit of community. Touch our lives so that we can be able to touch somebody else. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.